All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. Um, before I get started, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, I get people hit me up sometimes in DMs, and they'll be like, dude, I always see your tweets, but I didn't know you had a podcast. I'm like, yeah, of course. I don't know. I feel I, I feel self-conscious promoting it all the time. Like, I don't like, ah, I don't want to annoy these people. You know what I mean? Um, but maybe it just gets lost in the Twitter algorithm or something. But um, if you do like this podcast, please go on iTunes and review it. Um, I don't know what you can do on Spotify, but if you listen on Spotify, just keep listening. Um, if you're on Twitter, just retweet it, share it, tell a friend. Um, even if somebody's not on Twitter, just let them know. There's Raider fans all the time that aren't on Twitter. Uh, they want to hear a podcast about the Raiders. Just go ahead and let them know. Um, and yeah, subscribe to the YouTube page. YouTube page, you're going to get everything, everything that I do, rare candy, all that kind of stuff. Um, all that stuff can be found in my bio at Glenn Rockney on Twitter. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. So uh, I'm not going to take too much of your time today. Just got a couple things I wanted to talk about uh, before some big shit happens and and maybe free agency trades cuts. But um, the Raiders offensive line, let's start with that. Raiders offensive line is. Uh, well, there's some work to be done there, right? There's some work to be done. But before I talk about the cuts um, last year, it it wasn't that good. A lot of people, when they talk about maybe upgrading from Derek Carr at quarterback, they say that the Raiders are a great team to come to offensively, which I, I don't disagree. But offensive line-wise, that's not exactly true. This isn't the uh, 2016 Raiders offensive line. It's it's not even the 2019 Raiders offensive line. 2020 was a little bit of a step, step back, um, especially in the run game, right? Especially in the run game. Uh, so what do the Raiders do? They get rid of Gabe Jackson. Um, I didn't think that was going to be very controversial, but I'm scrolling my Twitter feed and people are like freaking out like, no, oh my God, four and 12. When you start doing the record predictions after a, a releasing Gabe Jackson, you're insane. Four and 12. Oh man. What is car going to do? It's like, I don't know. They've played games without Gabe Jackson before. They didn't lose because they didn't have Gabe Jackson. I, it. It's weird to me. So the Raiders cut Gabe Jackson, and I, I don't want to slander him too hard. Look, he, he didn't live up to a second deal. Still a fantastic pick by Ray, Reggie McKenzie, third-round pick in the best Raiders draft of the last 20 years. Yeah, 20 years, 2016 draft. Or, I'm sorry, 2014 draft, right? That was what that was with uh, Carr, Mack, and, and Gabe Jackson. It really really came together in 2016. Um yeah, he was, he was a fantastic draft pick, Mississippi State. He was the best pass-blocking uh, guard in college, I remember. Um, and he showed it in the NFL. Even last year, he was a, a pretty good pass-blocking guard. But um, in the run game, it just, after his uh, his injuries hit him, it, he just couldn't move the same. He couldn't get out, especially on, on tosses when he had to pull. Um, and, and just, you know, he was getting beat a lot in the, in the run game. And... Uh, not just him. Rodney Hudson has been beat a lot in the run game, too. But but the Raiders aren't going to get rid of Rodney Hudson. That, that wouldn't make any sense. Um, his rapport with Derek Carr, that's that's even with his struggles in the run game, you got to keep him. Um, but what do you do, right? F fans are acting like, oh, we're melting down. No, Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson was making nine. Or I think it was almost $10 million. I think it was around 9.6 was the cap hit or the cap savings, I should say. You can replace him for half of that adequately, maybe even a third of that. If you find a really good guy, uh, system fit, you you can replace him, no problem. Um, guards in the NFL, 
I'm not going to say they're interchangeable because, you know, there are bad ones in the NFL. You definitely don't want to have a bad one. But I think if you find the right guy for your system and you, you, you don't have to spend top dollar on it, right? Because the way Gabe Jackson was getting paid, he should have played by, like Quentin Nelson, you know? And, um, you know, they have a young guy in John Simpson. Um, John Simpson was playing left guard last year. Gabe Jackson's a right guard. And part of that, too, is Gabe Jackson was a right guard for a while and switched over when they got uh, Kalechi Assembly, right? So maybe maybe if Gabe Jackson's next place that he plays at, because he will, he will get signed again, and I, I'd say rather quickly, honestly, um, he might play left guard at his next team. And maybe maybe that was just what the Raiders did wrong. Wouldn't be the first time the Raiders paid somebody a substantial amount of money and put him in the wrong position. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> so maybe that's the case. But John Simpson, maybe he can get some looks at right guard, right, in training camp. It's worth a go. I'd still like to see him play at left guard because we don't know about Richie Incognito, right? We don't know yet. And I'll get to him in a minute. But with Gabe Jackson, they had to move on. I thought he was number one, almost number one on my list besides besides Joyner of guys you got to get, get off that contract immediately. And they did, and that's fine. I'm glad they did it now. Gives them plenty of time to uh, look at the free agent class of guards. And there's some decent ones in there. I mean, there's going to be guys that are making, you know, more money than than even Gabe right now. And 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 we'll see. We'll see. Like, uh, let's see. Joe Tooney. Um, Brandon Scherf. Those are going to be guys that are a bit high for them. But maybe guys like J.R. Sweezy. Um, I, and I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I know people who fit the system. I'm not a film guy. As you might see today in my Twitter feed, getting killed for talking about Aziz Ojolari not being able to bend. Film guys be like, dude, he can bend. Shut the fuck up, Glenn. I don't know what you're talking about. Top three and bend. Top three and bend. I don't understand what you're talking about. So I'm not a film guy. I'm just going to give you some names, though. Uh, John Feliciano, probably not coming back to the Raiders. Not with what he's been saying. Um, but yeah, there's there's guys like Brian Winters. Um, he wasn't great in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo really struggled to run the game. But these might just be guys that you can get at the $3 million to $4 million uh, range. Um, I'd give Forrest Lamp a second chance. I thought Forrest Lamp was fantastic coming out of the draft with the and the Chargers took him. And I, I was like, oh, man, it's a good pick for them. Tore his ACL in his first camp. And I don't know, he hasn't been right since. But maybe that's somebody you take a flyer on. Um, yeah, uh, Nick Easton. New Orleans cannot afford to keep Nick Easton, I don't think. So uh, some, somebody like that. There's guys you, could, you can replace them with. And, and maybe they look to take a mid-round pick on a draft. But I, I'm, it's not a position I would love to do in the draft because there's so much value in free agency at a low price. And, um, you know, look, guards, like I said, guards, you can, you can be interchangeable with them. You don't really have to overpay for them. Uh, the Raiders did. Reggie McKenzie really valued the position paid top dollar for two guards. Um, you know, he gave, gave the extension, gave KO a uh, free agent contract. It worked. It was great. You know, it, 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 I can't say it was, they were bad deals, but um, you don't need to do that again. Right. You don't need to try to make the, the 2016 Raiders model over again. doesn't need to happen. Tackles are another thing. Tackles. You, you're going to pay top dollar for good tackles or spend high draft capital on them. Sometimes you can get lucky, find them in the mid-rounds, and they end up being great. That does happen, but it's not likely. So that leads me to my next point with Trent Brown. 
Everybody knows if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I'm team Trent Brown. I keep Trent Brown. I keep him. I I'm sorry. I understand the Raiders are over the cap. Um, it is not looking good on the free agent market for right tackles. Taylor Moton, Moton, I, I believe he's, he's going to, I think he's going to stay in Carolina. Um, if so, it'd be like a tag and trade situation, which then you you're paying the franchise tag for right tackles, not really saving that much money. And you still have to give up draft picks, right? I don't think it's worth it. Even though he's, he's really good. Uh, guys like Ricky Wagner are, are free agents. They don't really excite me. And, um, Look, if, if we have Derek Carr as our quarterback, which I'll get to Derek Carr in a minute um, when I talk about the Russell Wilson rumors, you, you want to make sure he's upright because we saw in 2018 when he did when he had by far his worst offensive line, it was horrible. It was horrible. He was learning a new system, but still, like that was a really bad offensive line. Last year, you saw when Sam Young had to play, not great. Um, in fact, I would argue that Derek actually did a pretty good job getting rid of the ball fast, um, limiting the time that Sam Young had to stay engaged with a blocker. Or, I'm sorry, engaged with a rusher. So, you don't want that. I, I, keep, I just, I, 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 there's rumors that the Raiders are looking to trade Trent Brown. That's good if you can get a, like a, a, maybe a day two pick for him. I would love that, like a third round pick, but I don't see that with his contract. I think it's going to be like a fourth or fifth round pick or even like a conditional fifth. It, it's not going to be what you think. So to me, it's just not worth it. I know people feel scorned by him. Look, he, he didn't do a very good job for his brand this year. He, he, did, he didn't exactly, I, as a team Trent Brown guy, I had to do a lot of hard work for you, Trent. I had to do a lot of hard work for you with the COVID thing, with the taking off the contact tracer, um, the pictures where when he was on the Patriots versus with the Raiders, may have been like 30 to 35 pounds extra on there on an already pretty big guy. Not great. Um, but that was the, also the year from hell, right? I think as much as we want to, as much as we want to say how, how we're done with him, he's terrible. He's never on the field. Doesn't look like he wants to be a part of the team. I doubt really anybody had a worse 2020 as a player than him. Right. And I don't anticipate that happening again in 2021, wherever he is. I don't think that one, COVID's going to be like as big of a thing to where they have contact tracing and all that stuff. States are opening up right now. You're seeing mask regulations being taken off. They're still going to have COVID protocol, but I don't think it's going to be the same thing, right? Obviously, it's it's year two of this. So, and then also when he's coming back, people forget that the guy on the Raiders training staff, and look, it might have just been an honest, I mean, it seems like it was just an honest mistake, but it almost killed him with an IV when air gets into the uh, gets into the bloodstream. That's not good. It almost killed him right before the game, I remember. Had to be taken out in a wheelchair. And there were wheelchair jokes. I understand. He's a big guy. There were wheelchair jokes that were made. I get it. Kind of funny. Not really. Kind of funny. Um, but I, I just, I understand. He's making a lot of money. It's probably not going to be worth the contract with the amount of games played. But when he's out there, he plays damn good football. And I think you have to try it one more time. At least go through the offseason and see what, see what it's like. Because I just don't see the replacements. If there were a bunch of good free agent right tackles, I'd say, sure, you know what? Do a swap. Basically give his salary to somebody else. No problem. Try to trade him. Give his salary to someone else. I'm with you. But I don't like the free agent class at right tackle. So, I, so you keep him. 
you keep him, right? You already you you already have one hole on the offensive line. You have Gabe Jackson. You're not sure if John Simpson's gonna gonna replace him there. Um, Denzel Good, you I, please resign Denzel Good. That's my my thing. Resign Denzel Good. Is he amazing? No, but you know what? Got a joke for you here. He's good. How about that? He's a pretty good player. Play all, all over the line, pretty much anywhere except center. It seems like. I mean, I, I don't think he plays left tackle. That's that's not fair, but that's what Brandon Parker's there for. Brandon Parker actually did a decent job filling in for Colton Miller last year. Brandon Parker's just not a right tackle. You heard Marcus Johnson and I talking about that as far as team building and Matt Fallon. I won't go into that again. But you have the hole at right guard with Gabe Jackson, which I think you can fill. You might have one at left guard. You can't say Richie Incognito is a lock to be back on the team this year. I think if he's healthy, he absolutely will be. And, and why wouldn't he be? And he's one of the best in the league. And I still think he could easily contribute as long as he's able to stay healthy. But he was playing on like almost a torn Achilles, you know, or he was basically trying to come back and play. But his Achilles was very close to being torn. Late 30s, guy with that kind of weight in a position where you really have to use that part of your body, right? When you're in that stance and you're trying to get leverage and stuff. That's it's no guarantee, right? Then you, you have John Simpson and Denzel Good as your starting guards. John Simpson had a great run blocking game against Denver. It was great, actually. It's probably the best run blocking game of any, you know, Raiders lineman, I would say. I, I, I really would. I, I think of last year, it was Den, Denzel Good, week 17 against Denver. It was great. But. You know, it's just far from a sure thing. Is he? I, I, I would give him. I'd give him some burn. I think he has. He's had a year under Tom Cable to develop. I definitely want to see him playing on the field. But do not create a hole at right tackle. Is all I'm saying. It's not the year for that. Because even in the draft, right, the Raiders could have their first pick at right tackle. Right, they could take. Maybe not, because I, I think some people are saying Sl- Rayshon Slater is going to play right tackle in the league. Okay. Maybe, but I don't think he's going to be there. So, and other teams view him as other thing. I've, I've been reading reports on him. Other teams are viewing him at other positions, so they might value it, taking him a little bit earlier. Um, I'm fine with with drafting somebody there, and and even on, I, I would I would wait till day two, personally. Um, there's some depth there, and I and I would wait till day two. Um, but I don't know if I I want that guy starting right away. Still take it, right? You have Trent Brown. I'm down to get off that contract next year. Or even if that guy comes into training camp and he's just a beast, right? The guy you draft day two, you're just like, whoa, this guy's a monster, just a just a beast. We have we have the healthy Trent Brown. We drafted a healthy Trent Brown, and we're paying him, you know, eight percent of what Trent Brown's making. That's your best case scenario. But just don't pin yourself, don't you know, keyhole yourself into like I have to start this rookie there because I, I got to get off this Trent Brown deal. That's all I'm going to say. Um, you don't want to create more holes there where then there already are. And, and, you know, on a positive note, I will say, I, I like what Tom Cable does with this offensive line. Uh, last year, he really showed it because last year he had probably the most up and down health wise offensive line. Like it was, he had, he had to really put some, some people out there that, um, that you didn't, you didn't expect to be out there. I, I, Patrick Omame, Patrick Omame was playing last year. See, that's another guy too. keep an eye on him. That's all I'm going to say. Patrick Omame. He's, he graded really high um, in, in, on a lot of sites in the very limited snap count, but he had to play a little bit, and he graded pretty high. So 
worth keeping an eye on. Um, but again, keep Trent Brown. Keep Trent Brown at least through the offseason. So, Russell Wilson. How about that? Russell Wilson is linked, or at least has, has been rumored to say, because he has a no-trade clause, there are four teams he would take a trade to. Chicago Bears, I believe Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, and the Raiders. Now, as far as Deshaun Watson goes, I really wanted, I would love for the Raiders to have Deshaun Watson. But Deshaun Watson, I, I don't think he's getting traded this year, and I'm, I'm still sticking by that. I think they're going to Carson Palmer him personally. I, they, they're going to be bad either way, whether he plays or not. So I don't think it, I don't think it really matters. I think they'll, they'll tank the year with him. There's not, I mean, really, what, what, why does the, why did the Texans have to trade him? It's not like, oh, we could be a playoff team this year. No, not even with him. They weren't last year. So I, I think they're going to play hardball with him because whether you agree with it or not, they're not a very well run organization. So that, I think that's what they're going to do. But with Russell Wilson, it's very interesting. Now, uh, Raider fans pounding the table for him. I understand it. I understand it, especially the ones that can't stand Carr. Uh, he's an upgrade. I, I won't tell you he's not. He's an upgrade. One of the better quarterbacks in the league. Top seven, I would say. Sometimes top five. First half of last year is number one, probably. Kind of fell off in the second half of the year. Um, had Turnovers, fumbles, uh, things like that. The roadblock I run into is what do you give up for him? What do you give up for? Actually, rewind. Let's go back to the teams that want him. Okay. Dallas. I think Dallas would be a fool to trade for Russell Wilson. I think Dak Prescott's a fine quarterback. I think you just pay Dak, right? Why would you trade extra draft capital to get a quarterback who's maybe just a little bit better than Dak? Older as well. And and why would you do that and give up possibly a first round, a couple first round picks for him? That, that just doesn't, that seems like hustling backwards. It's another team with a terrible defense that needs to focus on building their defense. New Orleans Saints, can they even afford to have Russell Wilson? They're paying a bunch of quarterbacks right now. <laughs> One of them's not even a quarterback. He's Taysom Hill. Chicago Bears are interesting. And I and that's that's to me is the front runner to get him personally. And Seattle started said they started taking calls. Last week they were like, no, we're not trading him. What the hell's what the hell's going on? But I think Russell's really pushing the issue. Um, it's interesting. It's a little bit of a shock to me. I, I think everybody saw him as such a reserved guy. Um, always reminded me of like Tiger Woods and, you know, look, Tiger Woods has his issues too. Um, Raider Nation, shout out, get well soon, Tiger. Um, he always reminded me of him a little bit, just kind of like just very reserved and almost robotic in the way he would speak. But damn, that's not what they're saying in the athletic article. They're saying he was going in there saying, I need to throw the ball 60 times a game or else, you know. But Russell was quoted, uh, Russell Wilson was quoted saying, I like Chicago Bears. I like Matt Nagy. I like um, they have innovative coaches there, all that kind of stuff, which yikes, uh, Russell. I, I see why your team didn't listen to you um, when you wanted to bring in guys and didn't consult you on things because you think Matt Nagy's a good coach. But anyways, Bears are the front runner to me. Raiders are interesting, though. It's interesting that he said that. It's not You don't see it from a lot of guys. You don't see a lot of guys go, hey, I'd, I'd go there. Let's just be real. We're fans. They're not. <laughs> but damn. Maybe he likes John Gruden, which I think is crazy because if you don't feel heard in your organization and you don't feel like you can be you in your organization, John Gruden's not really the guy who lets you be you. Like, look, I understand he gives Derek the control at the line of scrimmage, but 
John Gruden is the sheriff in town. He's the jefe. He's, he's the guy. And the offense is his offense. But, you know, I just have a hard time believing that John Gruden, I think he wants Russell. I think he thinks Russell Wilson's a great quarterback, and I think he'd take him. But I, I think he doesn't dislike Derek Carr. Been saying it for a long time. Have people on this program. Even Matt Fallon, right? Look at all the shit Matt Fallon talks on Twitter about Derek Carr. He comes on this podcast. When he's being serious, he's like, look, I, I think he's here for a while. I think so, too. So I don't see... I don't think John Gruden, in his mind, thinks Russell Wilson or Derek Carr plus a couple first-round picks makes them a better team, right, to get Russell Wilson. Getting rid of Derek Carr, the guy who... Look, let's be real. I'm, I'm a huge critic of John Gruden. He's gotten Derek better. Every year, he's gotten better in Gruden's system, right? We can talk about how he's been there for eight years now and his record and stuff, but under Gruden's system, he's played better every year. So what? I, it, we have no reason to think that won't happen again this year. So I can't imagine John Gruden's going to be like, yeah, I want to lose my quarterback, start over with a new one, and lose a couple top picks to get a little bit better. Because, I, I, look, if the Raiders got Russell Wilson, they'd be better. And I think they'd be a playoff team. I think he's good enough to do that. I, I think everybody who has those things where, look, we know Gruden's predictable in the red zone. I do think Russell Wilson be able to extend plays in the red zone. And, you know, even those dumb, like, every time John Gruden calls the same plays that end up where the primary read is the 47-year-old tight end, geriatric, fucking mermaid man and barnacle boy tight end sets maybe russell wilson's like not tucking it in running in and i'm not fumbling at the goal line maybe that's the case <laughs> but i don't uh i don't think gruden wants to get off of Derek Carr that much but i'll tell you this one thing that intrigues me about russell wilson is if he wants to come to the raiders that means he buys into john gruden right or if he would accept a trade. I don't think Russell Wilson, if look, he's smoking meth if he thinks he's coming in here and telling John Gruden what to do. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. They might let him have some input on like, hey, I like this receiver. Can we go sign him? They might. I, I'm not saying they wouldn't. But I think if Russell Wilson buys in, I think he'd be, I think Gruden's system would be fantastic for him. You know why? Because the let Russ cook thing is bullshit. Let Russ cook is dumb. It's it's he needs a run game. He needs a run game. He needs a personal chef. Don't let him cook. Run the ball. Gruden likes to run the ball. Raiders are a run first team. They, I see them moving more and more away from it. But I thought that was just because their run game wasn't working last year. I think if they have the offensive line, which I'm saying earlier, upgrade the guards at a at a lower price. Um, if you get Incognito back and you find a way to upgrade Gabe Jackson's position for even less money. Maybe uh, your run game, you know, you, you might see more rushing attempts next year, right? Um, John Gruden's good, calls a pretty good run game when he's not being predictable. And, uh, and maybe Russell Wilson does buy into that, right? Maybe he just hates Pete Carroll. Maybe he just, you know, hated Brian Schottenheimer. Maybe he, you know, maybe it's just, it, look, he's been there forever. Maybe that's it, right? He's been there since 2012, longer than Carr's been with the Raiders. I think he'd be pretty, pretty damn good in this system, right? Throws a beautiful deep ball. You got Henry Ruggs. 
right? You know, maybe you find a way to bring Aguilar back and stuff. I, it, and with Waller and, and I think, you know, getting him out on the move and having your tight end athletic tight ends out in the flats. Like that's a, that's a fun offense. If he's the quarterback, I, I'm, you will not hear me say that at all. Um, that it's not, but damn, man, like, I, I think I just don't, I'm not sure if giving up the picks and, and look, here's the other defense that people say, well, we blow the picks anyways. That's my line. First of all, that we blow the picks guys. Don't, don't say my lines to me. Of course, of course I know we blow the picks. That doesn't mean you just never want them. Right. And, and look, I, I'm all for trading the first round pick, get a, get an impact defensive player with your first round pick. Right. Find some guy that wants to leave his team. DeForest Buckner style, right? Or, or the, how the Niners didn't want to pay DeForest Buckner, right? Find that guy. I'm, I'm down with that. I would give up for Russell Wilson. Let's see. I would give up. I'd give up two firsts for Russell Wilson. And then whatever I could get for Derek Carr. I, I would try not to include Carr in the deal, although I'm, I'm sure... Would imagine if since the first that the Raiders or that the Raiders are giving up is pick 17, which isn't really in the top quarterback range in the draft. I would think that Seattle would probably want Derek Carr in the trade, which to me, a two first in Derek Carr is a lot for Russ. All right. So who knows? I I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't go that high. And, and some people are like, look, you can be a lead at the position, give up whatever. You know, I don't know if they're. I heard Marcus Johnson say it on tape. Don't lie, and I kind of agree with him. I don't know if they're Super Bowl bound with Russell Wilson, and that's when I make that trade. For Watson, I make the I make the three first round picks and get rid of Carr. I, I make that I make that trade because Watson's like twenty five, man. His best football is ahead of him. Russell Wilson's in his thirties. It's it's a bit different. It's a bit different. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, like. That brings my question, though. Could you get something for Derek Carr if it came to Russell Wilson? Could you Could you get? What could you get? I, I think they could get a first and a third for Derek Carr. Maybe even a first and a second. Some people are laughing at me right now. The people that think Derek Carr, you know, is 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 a, you know, bottom 10 quarterback in the league. I, I mean, sorry, you're wrong. But I, I think you, you could get like a first and a third for him. All right. Look at what Wentz got Wentz got a conditional there's a way that Wentz if the Eagles I'm sorry if the if the Colts go to the playoffs and Wentz plays a certain amount of snaps I think that turns into a first round pick that they gave up and Carr's better than Wentz I'm sorry I heard I saw some people say well I'd rather have Wentz over Carr look it's been a tough year mentally for everybody I think everybody should have access to mental health care including the people saying that but shit dude you could get something good for Carr. Um, I, I wouldn't want to include him in that deal. And it'd be interesting. It would be super. I would be. I would actually be very interested because I'm not a guy that really wants to move on from Carr, right? Unless you could get elite at the position, um, which Russell Wilson's close to it. Close to it. But if you look at some of the Seattle Twitter threads, if you think Raiders Twitter is crazy, look what they say about Russell Wilson in Seattle. Their fans are insane. And I will say, come in, Russell Wilson would have nice offensive weapons, but he kind of does in Seattle. DK Metcalf's better than than any wide receiver on the Raiders. Waller's better than the tight ends there. I'll give you that. Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs ain't. I mean, that that's a toss up to me, and I think Chris Carson's a beast. Just gets hurt a lot. 
But Russell Wilson, the time he won a Super Bowl, number one defense in the league, right? I don't know if it was number one, but top two or three at least. This would be the worst defense that Russell Wilson's ever come to play with. And if you think he's going to be better than he was in Seattle, I, I'm, not, I'm just not sure. Like I said, you're getting a first-round exit team, right, if you trade all that for Russell Wilson. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. At the same time, I, I might do it if it was at the right price. So, like, I, I know it's kind of like a uh, answer, but I just... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's interesting to me. It's interesting that he wants to come here. That's... that or would come here i should say that's not a lot of teams on a, on a list that he put out that's four teams it's interesting he he must like john gruden he he just must like him he must like the offense he must like the guy hey that's refreshing to hear honestly so yeah it's uh it's interesting. I just wanted to get a couple thoughts off today. It won't be a long episode. Um, again, solo today. I know you're used to seeing me with a guest lately, but solo. Um, that's all I got. That's all. That's all I got today. Um, it's going to be interesting coming up. Uh, free agency starts, I believe, the 17th. Tampering window a little bit before that, and um, definitely going to do some more draft coverage. I'm going to get some guests on. Maybe I might even get some non like Raider guests on here to talk about draft for the Raiders. I think that'd be very interesting because I, I think that's a, a good dynamic. Uh, the way the way other people see the Raiders, uh, um, it's not really the echo chamber that you see on Raiders Twitter. Um, so I'm looking at, at that. Um, and yeah, uh, I got another podcast called Rare Candy. Um, I won't say much about it. It's uh, definitely different, very political, very, uh, um, I don't want to say philosophical. That makes it sound smarter than we are. But we talk about a lot of philosophy, a lot of uh, stuff like that. So a uh, different way of thinking. Uh, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, check it out. You'll get those videos anyways. So, uh, anyways, I'm at Glenn Rockney, Glenn Rockney, G L E N R O C K N E Y on Twitter. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, spread the word. If you like this podcast and you want more people to hear it, spread the word. That's all I got to do. Leave a review on iTunes. It populates much more when people, uh, look for it. And, um, yeah, that's it for me guys. Um, just leave comments on the page, uh, tweet at me on Twitter. If you think what I said was bullshit, if you like what I said too, comment at it on it too. Um, yeah, this will be up this evening. This is, uh, what is it, Thursday today? Thursday, March 4th? Yes, it is. Um, Raider Nation, be safe. Uh, everyone have a nice evening.